Hi, my name is Tina, and I talk a lot. So I figured I may as well put these vocal cords to good use. You know what? This isn't my first podcast, but it just might be my last. See, my passions are probably not unlike yours. They're plentiful and kind of all over the place. I can hardly be defined by one area of expertise when it comes to my business. And I love things like wiener dogs, a good game night, and books. All the books. So honestly, it just made sense to brand me. This brings us to the show. Tina talks a lot. I think you may just get a kick out of it. Oh, I love the topic of leadership. And I have a feeling you all do as well, because I often notice that the episodes that gear toward leading uh, receive a higher number of downloads. And so I love this topic. I love talking about it. And it's a space that I have been in for over a decade. And if I was to go back even further, uh, I would say that I've been in a leadership role since I was about four years old when I became a big sister. And so I love this topic for so many reasons. Now, I want to discuss a few tips. If you're newer to leadership, or maybe you're just feeling like this is a space that you're lacking in, I believe that this episode is perfect for you. So we're going to go through 10, my kind of top 10 tips uh, for leading. Uh, if you are a first time, you know, managing a team, connecting with people, or if you're just wanting to refresh a bit. So number one, accept that you will still have lots to learn yourself. I think that this is something that I wish I would have shared with the people I was leading earlier, uh, letting them know that I am not perfect. I don't know all things. And honestly, there is a chance that I am going to screw up and I am going to have to ask for forgiveness along the way. And when you share that, you become vulnerable and if you can learn from your people that you are leading, it will make them even feel more empowered uh, as well to be a part of your team. Because guess what? We don't know all the things. It doesn't matter what age you are or what you've been through. Uh, there are still things that we can all uh, learn. And so, yes, be prepared to learn from others, uh, including brand new people that join your team. I love when I can you know, let my walls down and really just absorb what someone new has to offer and to bring to the table. Now, this applies whether you're, you know, the, um, you know, uh, the boss or owner of a company, or if you're in a position like I am now, you know, I'm out of that position of boss. Uh, I'm in a position now where I am recruiting people to join my doTERRA team, right? And that want to uh, partner with me and I'm helping lead them. And a lot of times they start leading me at some point. So uh, this is uh, applicable in either way. So number two, communicate clearly, as clearly as you possibly uh, can. I know that this is one space where I just want people to read my mind. And when they can't read my mind, I get annoyed. And so <laughs> if you know me well, and if you experienced that with me, I am sorry, I'm working on it. Funny thing is, is communication is one of my top strengths. <laughs> uh, but sometimes there's lack of communication. And so when you can really, uh, really, I guess, in up front, maybe know the questions that will be asked based on what you're sharing with people 
and, and walking through those so that they clearly understand what you are saying. Great. And then always leave time for, you know, questions that they may have, or even uh, some feedback. I think that's super great. Number three is set a good example. One of these ways that I can give you an example with setting a good example is attitude. So I, we have a little saying on our team that we want to praise down and vent up. Now, this happens in any organization where you have people that are being managed to some extent, and usually you have someone above you. And so when I have a frustration, I don't go to my team, uh, I reach up uh, to my leader and I will vent to her um, about whatever frustration I may have. And then I show up with my team, not in a fake way whatsoever. If there's something, you know, it needs to be shared that's not positive, we will still talk about it. It's not coming from a fake space, uh, but I do put on my, I'm going to lead and I'm going to find the positive in this situation and share that with my team. So also, Um, I set an example by showing up for our team calls, even if I'm not leading them or I'm not a part of them, because I know that this is a non-negotiable for me. And it is something that I plan uh, to uh, have a part of my day and my week. And I want my team to do the same. So if I want my team to do that, then, then I need to do it. Right. Number four is encourage feedback. Okay. This one was tough for me. Um, I definitely fall in this category of I know it all, uh, even though I try so hard not to fall there. Um, I know that my presence kind of kind of pushes that, that like, oh, I know everything. I don't need to know anything else. I don't actually feel that way. I want feedback. And I have been given feedback even when I haven't asked for it. And now I can say that, you know, 10 plus years into business, I can take it a little bit better because I'm actually open to it and I encourage it. And when I hear something that maybe there's a way that I could do better, I want to so badly. I truly want to be a better, stronger leader for my team. And so I'm only going to be able to do that if I am a Uh, furthering my own personal development and be encouraging feedback from the people that I care about. Number five, offer some sort of recognition. Now, here is where I love to point towards the five love languages. Now, you may be thinking, Tina, why does that apply to business? It does 100%. And truly, I wish I would have known this earlier as well. Here, I am like, I love being a gift giver or money or whatever that may be. And if that's your love language, you might be thinking, heck, what's wrong with that? That sounds awesome. But if your love language is at words of affirmation and I'm handing you a gift, it's not going to be received exactly in the right way for that person. So my love language is quality time. When I get quality time with my hubby or my kids or my besties, uh, my day is filled. Like I am so good. It's my absolute favorite thing. Actually, funny enough, um, right a few days before Mother's Day, one of our friends had asked us to come over for dinner on Monday, um, on Mother's Day night. 
And some people may be like, heck no, that's not what I want at all. Um, you know, I, I want to be just with my kids or, you know, have these extra, you know, these expectations of uh, what that day looks like. And my husband said to, to our friends, they were like, well, yeah, that's Tina's favorite thing, right? It's quality time. And so she would love to do that. And I didn't get a card and I didn't get a gift and I didn't want one. And so spending time with my family was way more important to me than getting a gift. My husband knows that. I know that. And it's not like, oh, don't get me anything. And I'm really wishing I was getting something. I don't want it. So, um, and not that I don't love gifts. I do appreciate them. Uh, But if I was to pick between spending time with my kids and my friends, and getting a gift, I would, I would choose the friends and, and um, my kids. So um, offer recognition was number five. And so knowing their love language and recognizing them and, you know, celebrating them in a way that actually connects with them is going to be so much better. Number six, be decisive. People love to be led by someone that is decisive. Uh, If you can make a quick decision and uh, stick to it, or just even, it doesn't even need to be quick, but if you can make a really quality decision and stick to it, people will feel more comfortable around you. That stability piece, right? is huge. Number seven, share the vision. They need to see the bigger picture of of what it is that you are doing, what it is the company is doing, and you need to hold and share that belief. I go over belief a lot in this uh, podcast because I think it's really, really important. I mean, there are really actually three areas that we cover a lot in this podcast. It is this leadership, confidence, and belief. And with those three things, I believe you can do so much in business. Number eight, is create an environment where people can learn and they can develop themselves. We can bring in outside people to do some of this. You can do it yourself. You can have internally people train. And in in my team, uh, even when I have my marketing company now into doTERRA, I do this on a very regular basis. For example, uh, uh, my team is leading part of our uh, larger group lead uh, team call. Um, We have one every single Monday night, um, every week, and uh, our team is going to focus on marketing. So we're going to go email marketing, uh, text marketing, and in-store marketing. And that will be our focus for every Monday, excluding 4th of July, uh, on our team during that time. So we want to help people actually learn, not just like hear us, you know, um, you know, share the specials or promotions or all that kind of stuff. We like really, really want to learn and develop uh, people within our organization. Number nine, we want to help provide more of a place where people can get true guidance. So yeah, number eight is helping with learning and development and all of that kind of stuff, training. But when we can take people under our wing and basically mentor them and show them the way, it is going to be so much stronger. I had a gal who joined my marketing company and I didn't even realize it, but this is why she joined. She wanted to be uh, under my wing and learn from me and kind of the day in the life of Tina uh, to really see like what it was that I did and to learn from me in that way. Some people just truly love to learn in that space and they're going to appreciate you so much. Your commitment 
uh, you know, to their progress, their growth, who they are and who doesn't love a mentor. <laughs> I remember thinking like, where do you get these things called mentors? Like, do they just fall out of thin air? Well, people have to step up and be a mentor. And this is a really good uh, way to do that is to mentor those people that desire that. And then number 10, uh, last but not least is being patient with yourself, <laughs> learning how to manage and lead people, which are a little bit different managing and leading, uh, but to lead people, it, it can be tough. Uh, you know, even the 10 things that I just went over, I could have a podcast on honestly, every single one of these areas and maybe I will, <laughs> Uh, but be patient with yourself. It does take time and be patient with your people. It's really easy to onboard new people onto your team. Again, whether they're an employee or part of an organization like myself and see them uh, fail or falter or not do what you know you expected and then kind of give up on them. It's really easy to want to do that. But just understand that it might be the first time that that person is under and, and learning from someone like yourself. And there is going to be some time and you need to give yourself patience and that person patience with you uh, and their job as well. So I hope this was helpful. It's a topic that a lot of you ask for uh, and the one that I hear that is a need on a regular basis. It's been so fun uh, to hear from you all. Um, there are many of you, I shouldn't say all, but to hear from many of you. And I would love to carry on the conversation more with you over on Instagram. You can find me at Tina Pettis and that's T-E-N-A-P-E-T-T-I-S. So it's at Tina Pettis over on Instagram. And I would so love if you would take just a minute and review this podcast, whether it be on Apple or Spotify, what that does is it helps others be able to find this podcast easier and also know why it is that they would want to listen to it. We'll be back here next week for another episode of Tina Talks.